Welcome to In Pursuit with Marcus Moki. Please do subscribe and follow us. Leave your review and your comment. We can't wait to hear from you. Let's get it. Let's go. Living a Christian life can be so hard. Living a Christian life can be so hard. Um, before I go further, I hope you're good. I um, hope you're well. I hope you're having a fest- an a fantastic um, evening or morning or night or wherever you are. If you're driving, listening to Impressive Podcast, thank you very much. Um, if you're around South Africa, thank you very much. If you are across the world, we see you and we acknowledge you and thank you very much for being a part of this journey with us. And yeah, I just want to say that. And I hope you're good. Um, if you're in, in, in America, if you're in Asia, um, India, yeah, we, we, we still want to win souls for, for soul in India. If you're in China, if you're in Africa, uh, we, we see you. We thank you very much for listening to our podcast. Um, yeah, um, we see you. We see you. And thank you very much. And thank you for, for continuing to, 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 to pray with us, to partner with us, to we see you. And may the Lord increase you abundantly. And may you continue to be blessed through this podcast without me ruining my shout out to y'all, um, to all of you. <laughs> uh, let me go straight to it. Um, James chapter 1, verse 2. Um, listen to this. For be joyful in trust and tribulation. Be joyful in trust and tribulation. For the trials and tribulations that you're going through are there to make you strong, are there to make you mature, are there to make you a better person. Emphasis added. Yeah. So it is hard to be a Christian sometimes. To be true. Come on, don't make me look like I'm a bad person. Um, it's hard to be a Christian sometimes, especially in this time that we are living in. You know, one must learn to redeem his or her time. So living the Christian life is a struggle sometimes. I don't want to lie. So we are so, so, uh, we are so informed. How do I put it? We, we receive so much information, you know, and some of this information that we are receiving is, is, is so unclean. It, it is, it is, it is not helping us to overcome the sins that we are struggling with, you know. We, we, we can go to a point where but we still act like the old self. You know, we, we're trying to leave the old man to walk in the new man. But sometimes it can be hard. I can sympathize with you. But yet again, I can tell you something that he is still the Messiah. You know, he is still the Messiah. Even though sometimes we can make poor choices and, 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 and find ourselves falling into the same guilty that we're trying to overcome, he is still the Messiah. Even though sometimes people can expect us to do choices that are very good, that are very clear, people can expect us to not make mistakes. You know, as a child of God, you know when you make mistakes, people are around you like, is he really a Christian? Is he really saved? Does he really know God? You know? So it is hard to be a Christian because the whole world is watching. The people around you, they're watching you. You know, because at the end of the day, you must inspire them to become Christians, you know, to, to become followers of Christ, you know. So people are so having this, they've already given you this stage that you should not make mistakes. And sometimes one can fall into condemnation and condemnation is the deepest sin to fall on. Condemnation is the deepest sin to fall on. That's why when you read the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. 
there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. I want to get, there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. So sometimes it can be hard for us to continue to, to really walk in this Christian life. But I want you to remind you something. The same chapter, Romans 8, verse 38. You know, it encourages us that we, nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Ocean. I, I hope you hear what I'm saying. Nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. So we must understand that we must not let sin define us. We must, let not, we must not find ourselves staying in sin. Can God force you to, 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 to be righteous? Can God force you to, to live a holy life? Yes. Can God uh, take you out of sin? Yes. Can God deliver you from sin? Yes. But can God, um, 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 can God choose for you to live a life that is um, 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 of sin? No. He will never do that. So when you catch what the verse 38 is saying, it says nothing can separate you. There isn't an action, a word, or sin, or a person who can snatch you from the hand of God. Once the relationship has begun, you rest in God's hand because of your decision to trust Him with your life. And that's when God sends His Holy Spirit to begin to walk in your life. You cannot be separate from God's love. You can never be separated from God's love. So what does this mean? Should you just do whatever you want? No way. You you know how 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 sin can corrupt your your confidence, your self esteem, your 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 mind, your 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 destiny. You know what sin does. Sin it takes more than it gives. Sin it takes more than it gives. You know that, which means we cannot continue to live in sin. And besides, you're a new creation. Remember. We're a new creation. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. You don't want to go back to the chronic guilt and pain and despair of your past. You don't want to go there and live a, a, a beautiful life that God has given you. All together. You must understand when you come born again, you are victorious over sin. I don't care how much time you've been falling. Because one thing about new Christian in our time, immediately when you fall down, you say God is not there. It is part of the journey. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times. At the eight times he rises up. You are not defined by sin. You are defined by the decisions that you made. And when you said, I want to follow Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. The problem is that you, 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 you don't want to work out your salvation. And I'm here to remind you that you need to work out your salvation. You must make friends with people who are valuing the principles and, and, and the, 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 the moral ethics that you value as a child of God. Then you live in victory. You know? Then you live in victory. Then when you sin, you can ask for forgiveness and move forward. You cannot be separate from God's forgiveness. You can never be separate from God's forgiveness. The problem is that you want God to debate your addiction. You want God to debate. You want to make excuses. You know what, God? I, I only drink wine. I only drink savannah. No, no. I didn't even want to promote this, guys. Anyway, get my point. You know... You don't can't be God will never let me put this God will never go come to a point of debating your sin. No, He wants you to repent and move on because destiny awaits you. Best, best, best memories are ways for you. The best days are ahead of you, not behind you. It is not about what you did, it's about what you are deciding to do what after you have done what you did. Are you willing to repent? Are you willing to say, God, help me? Or are you going to let your pride make you miss your miracle? You know, 
Are you gonna let God? Are you gonna let your pride make you miss your miracle? You know, I want you after you've listened to this podcast to take a few minutes and talk to God, and thank Him for for your secured salvation, and thank Him for for forgiving you, and ask Him to help you to stay on the right path. After we we you listen to the podcast, just do that for me. If 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 you have not already met with 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 your 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 if you have not yet met with your true spouse if you have not yet met with the one that you love it is best to ask God about them if you've not if you not yet not understand the friends that God wants you to have it is best that you ask God it is it is best that you ask God to forgive you for choosing wrong friends Ask God for uh, forgiving you for for not obeying Him, because it is Him who can help you through the power of the Holy Spirit. So after this, please do so. Sit down and say, "Lord God, I really want to. I really, really want to 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 really want to know You." I want to close with the scriptures. Very powerful. I already mentioned it, but I want us to to start on verse thirty-seven. It says, "In yet in yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us." For I am persu- persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So if you say Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, nothing can separate you from Him. No sin can separate you from Him. If you are willing to forgive yourself, if you are willing to say, Lord, forgive me, then the angels of the Lord will remove every demonic forces that has been causing you to sin, that has been influencing you to sin. You know, the Bible says, surrender your heart and not your garment. You know, when you read Leviticus, it says, surrender your, 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 your heart and not your garment. Pardon, I think it's Jewel. And, and it continues to say in Leviticus, for I do not want your sacrifice, but I want your heart. So God wants our heart. Are you ready to give him your heart? Are you prepared to give him your heart? That's the question. Do you love him so much that you are willing to let go of your life and start to live for him? I know it's hard in the, the time that we're living. There's so much peer pressure. But are you willing to say, Lord, I trust you. No matter what, 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 no matter what happened, I'm ready to lose everything so that I may have you. Sometimes you must, you must lose something. <laughs> when you become born again, there's something that you must lose. You cannot carry on with your old habits. You cannot carry on with your old self. You cannot carry on with your own speech. Something has to give. You know, the Bible says, whoever tries to save his life shall lose it. And whoever try to, whoever loses his life shall gain it. So God is here to save us. God is here to redeem us, to cleanse us, to sanctify us, to sanctify us, to restore us, to deliver us, to heal us, to give us victory. But he wants us to remain in him so that he can remain in us. And I'm telling you one thing, it's never too late to come to the Father's table. It is never too late to come and dine with him because nothing can separate you from him even sin can separate nothing can ever separate him from you the only thing that can separate you from him is when you reject him when you reject his son as 
our Lord and King. When you say Jesus Christ is not alive, when you don't believe in our in, in His Son, who he, whom He has sent to die for your sin, that's the only thing. But your sin can never separate you from Him. When you become born again, He will always be ready to teach you how to live a righteous life through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna end here. So this is my prayer for you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for removing every spirit of condemnation on my brother and sister. Thank you for giving him or her confidence to be able to walk in the righteous life that you've given unto him or her. Father, right now, I don't know where they are. I don't know what they're experiencing. But Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, may you give them peace. May you give them joy. May you give them the spirit of kindness. May you give them the spirit of gentleness. May you give them the spirit of self-control. May you give them the spirit of, of love. May you give them the spirit, the spirit of peace in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes, I said it again. May God give you the spirit, that, the spirit of peace that surpasses your own understanding. Father, may teach them to walk a victorious life. May they know that the joy of the Lord is their strength. In Jesus' name, amen.